Hi, welcome to Motivated Minutes with Meg, your weekly dose of wellness, mindset, and motivation. My goal is to inspire you to live life to the fullest and stay motivated with your health and fitness goals. I'm bringing you solo episodes every single week where I share tips and personal stories along with dynamic interviews and conversations with really inspiring people. This is Motivated Minutes, and I'm so glad you're here. Let's get to the show. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Motivated Minutes with Meg. I hope that you are having a great week. I'm so excited to be recording today's episode because it's about a topic that I struggled with for almost two years while I was debating whether or not I should jump in and start my business. Um, And as I've reflected on my life and decisions that I've made, (laughs) I can see that this is sort of a theme. And after After mentoring and coaching women in both fitness and business for over eight years now, I can tell you that it is the start that stops us. And it is a kind of a universal thing. And I want to make you aware of it so that you don't allow that to hold you back from creating a life you're obsessed with and chasing after your big dreams and living your life to the fullest. So... Let me take you back to 2015. Actually, let me take you back a little bit before that. I was um, pregnant and sick with my first son. I get something called hyperemesis, and I can't control, it's not just nausea, but I cannot control the throwing up, and I can't really keep anything down, and um, it really messes with your mind. If you've ever been... Um, sick for a long period of time where you've had to be bedridden and you can't be social with people. And I feel like after the pandemic, all of us have experienced this to some degree. Maybe not the sick part and the throwing up part, but definitely being isolated and not being able to do our usual normal things in life that, that we sometimes, in all honesty, take for granted. So I'm very sick. I'm pregnant with my first son. I'm trying to continue to, you know, go to yoga and see my friends there. I'm trying to continue to go to work and to this, you know, I was teaching kindergarten at, at the time and I was I was trying to continue to live my life, but I kept getting sicker and sicker. And uh, the doctors, I was hospitalized. It got so bad. And I was on severe medication. I couldn't go into work anymore. I couldn't work out. I could barely eat. I could barely function. Um, I was either in bed, moaning and groaning, feeling like I was dying, or I was puking in the toilet. And um, it was not fun. But every time I would throw up, I would say to myself in my mind, he's going to be the cutest baby. He's going to be the cutest baby. He's going to be the cutest cutest baby and it kept me going that little glimmer of hope that I was going to give birth to this like adorable little person and who I already was completely in love with right even though I had never I hadn't met him yet Um, and if you're a mom you know you know it happens quick for us we completely fall in love when they're in the womb and for dads it happens a little bit after but um, you know they actually have to meet and hold the baby but anyways regardless so I'm struggling I'm sick. My life feels like it's sort of fallen apart. And I start to follow this girl that I know from the yoga studio on Facebook. I didn't have Instagram at the time. I didn't even know what Instagram was. It was not cool. But it was 2015, or no, not 2015, 2013. 
and I gave birth to my son. And I'm still at home all the time and my life doesn't look the same even though I'm not throwing up anymore. I'm isolated. I'm a new mom. I'm dealing with postpartum anxiety and depression. Um, We have a lot of financial issues and struggles but you know because we're now on one income. I'm not working. I had to actually leave my job. Um, I got illegally fired you guys which is a story for another another episode but um (laughs) I didn't have my job anymore Um, and we were just trying to figure it out and life felt very, it felt dark. It was dark times, dark times, but I had that little glimmer of hope that he was the cutest baby. He was the cutest baby, but he was colicky and he cried all the time and it was stressful. So anyways, we're, we're dealing with all of that and I see this girl from the yoga studio post about her mag, what seemed like to me this magical life of an online business and wellness retreats and trips she's going on and this these incredible results she's getting and she's doing these fitness programs with these women and it all sounded so amazing and I'm like oh must be nice must be nice I can't do that I'm a mom now because she wasn't a mom right self self limiting belief like red flag number one And then I start to get jealous and then I start to get envious and and angry and oh God, I would, uh, the eye rolls and she's one of my best friends now. She's definitely like my sister from another mister. It's that kind of relationship. I can't imagine my life without her. But at the time, her posts were really annoying me and I wanted so badly to do something like she was doing and to have what she had, that joy, that energy, that business that was focused around wellness. And I was just trying to figure out motherhood, but I was watching her. And it took me two years. The reason why I didn't say why I messed up and said 2015 is that was the year that I actually launched my business. But I started thinking about it right after I gave birth to my son and really started following her. And I saw her posts every single day. And she posted like three times a day on Facebook. Back then, that was like, the norm people posted multiple times a day anyways (laughs) I digress my point being it was starting it that was stopping me it was the fear of not being enough like her not being cool like her not being so far gone from the confident self that I used to be before I got sick and pregnant and had this baby and had felt like I had no idea what I'm doing because you feel like that when like in motherhood sometimes you feel like you have no idea what you're doing and in life sometimes you feel like you have no idea what you're doing and in yoga class on the mat sometimes you feel like you have no idea what you're doing but you're listening to the teacher guide you through and you just keep moving on your mat hoping you're going to make it to the end of the class But when it comes to our life and it comes to making life decisions, we don't have always a guide mentoring us, a teacher telling us what the next yoga pose is. We've got to figure that out for ourselves. And I urge you to notice where you are stopping yourself from even getting started. Because I can tell you, when it comes to the women that I coach in fitness and when it comes to the women that I mentor in business, and sometimes they overlap because I help women build a business around their fitness journey and around their wellness and around their healthy lifestyle. It is the start, the start that stops them. And sometimes it's like me, it's like two years. Sometimes it's a couple weeks. Sometimes it's a month. Sometimes I'm talking to these women for six months before they decide to join me. And it's different for all people, but it's the same fear, you guys. It's the same thing that's stopping us. It's just getting started. And let me tell you the beautiful thing. Once you just decide to start, 
it's like that there's like a sense of relief. There's this like moment where like the weight is lifted off your shoulders and you start to get into momentum. And that's one of my things that I will tell you will help you the most when you feel like you're stuck in this place where you're like, I can't even get started. I don't even know where to start. You just get going. Just messy action. Just messy action. Just get started. And trust that you're going to figure it out. Like you're going to figure it out. The hardest part is really getting started because you are just stopping yourself from even getting started. I feel like I said start a lot there, (laughs) but I think you get the point. Okay, so now let me give you four really important things that you need to cultivate, create, find, surround yourself with, do when you are going after and chasing this big goal, building this business, starting your fitness journey, like whatever it is for you, these are going to help you. So first thing you got to do is you got to build belief. Great, you started something. You 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 signed up for the program. You you joined the team. You um you took the job. Now what? Now now what are you going to do? Well, you're going to build belief in yourself because no one's going to do it for you. I promise you that, not even your mom. In fact, your mom might piss you off and annoy you more than anything else because she's going to have her own ideas of how you should do it and when you should do it and why you should do it. And you're your own person. You're your own person. So you need to build belief in yourself. And this is how you do it. You create personal affirmations that directly speak to the thing that you are scared you're not or you're not yet. I want you to start adding yet to things. I'm not as successful as I want to be yet. I'm not as fit as I want to be yet. I'm not where I want to be financially yet. I am blah, 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 blah yet. Okay? It kind of can change the game for you. But you got to build belief in yourself. Personal affirmations. I love them. I love them because they are so powerful. And if you can be disciplined and read those puppies every single morning, your belief in what you're capable of and what you're doing in your business, in your life, totally shifts. Okay, you have to work on your mindset every single day. You have to read personal development every single day and work on developing your skills to be able to handle different situations in business and in life so that you don't feel like you're on this like constant up and down roller coaster and like you're just going to show up and do the work when it feels good. You're just going to show up and work out when you're motivated. No, no, you want consistency, consistency in your life, consistently consistency in your business consistency in your fitness and you get that when you commit to show up consistently every single day and you will show up consistently every single day when you believe that you're worthy and you believe in what you're doing and you you know that you are doing it and that's how you have to affirm yourself you have to build belief in yourself okay second thing you need to build confidence it's confidence is a little bit different than belief, right? Um, and the only way that we build confidence is through action, you guys. That is how we do it. It will not come reading our vision. It will not come from reading our affirmations. You can read an affirmation. I am a confident business owner. Trust me, I did that for years. But you know what actually built my confidence in business? When I actually started showing up every single day and failing forward and having conversations and learning and doing. It's the doing that builds the confidence, not the thinking. The belief part is important, but the way you build confidence is by taking action. So take messy action every single day in your job, in your life, in your relationships. And I'm not talking about messy action is different than careless action. Careless action doesn't have any real thought behind it. Messy action is a commitment to show up and do the thing that scares you and do the thing that you know is going to move it forward. Like whether it's your business, your fitness journey, you're going to show up and you're going to do that workout. 
you might not feel motivated. You might not want to put on your workout clothes. You might not like today's, that today is leg day. Again, you know, you might not feel like doing it, but you're going to show up and you're going to do it because you know that the confidence to live your best life, the confidence to shine as bright as you can comes from taking action in your life, in your relationships, in your business, in your fitness. Okay? Third thing, find community. Cultivate community. Um, I feel like this is something that gets overlooked and we think, now some of us do have a very strong community on social media and I love social media. I have a very strong community on social media. Chances are you found this podcast through because you follow me on Instagram at Meg Wellness Um, or maybe you saw a reel from the at Motivated Minutes podcast, whichever, you know, it is. But at the end of the day, community is where you know that there are a group of people who are like-minded who are going to be there through you thick and thin. And there's a lot of people that follow me on Instagram. And I would say that if I am going through something, if I need help, if I need motivation, I'm going to go to my virtual wellness group and community or my virtual mentor group and community before I'm going to go to social media and before I'm going to go to Facebook and before I'm going to call like my girlfriend group because those women are doing, they have the values and the goals that are similar to what I'm doing. And it doesn't matter if, if it's a mentor relationship or if it's a coach relationship. I have, I have equal partners that I work with. I have women that are more successful than me, that we've been friends in the business for years. I have women that I'm mentoring. But here's the beautiful thing, is that it doesn't matter how successful you are. It doesn't matter how long you've been doing something. When you are called and you're working on something and you're passionate about something and you're committed and you have a goal and that other person sees you and feels it and has the same goal, that's community. That's the kind of community I'm talking about. The reason why we seek out community through education, through our religious beliefs, through, you know, fitness studios in real life or online um, I'm trying to think of another community, <laughs> fantasy football, like sports fans, you know, you, you are seeking out people that, that are going to get you and they're going to get you on a specific level, on a certain deep level that other people might not get you. You've got to find a community like that when it comes to your, what you're working on in your life. And lucky for me, Back in 2015, when I finally, finally decided to just start and get over my dang self, I luckily landed in the best community ever. It was supportive. It was positive. It was focused around wellness. It was women. I had never met women that were as passionate about personal growth and like nutrition, nerding out on nutrition and like loving fitness. I had never met people like that before. I did not know I felt very alone in my journey before that. And I truly believe a lot of my success has come because, and I have not quit when things got hard because I had such a strong foundation of community, real community that was connected to my goals with women who I was running with. And so I think that's a really important thing that a lot of people overlook. 
And you can share your journey and you can share your goals and you can share stuff on social media. I love social media. I love meeting people from all around the world and connecting with them, different interests, life you know, life zones, like life zones. I, I, you know what I'm trying to say? Like people that are in the same like area of life as me, people that are preteens and kids in first grade and women that are into nutrition. Like I love all of that. But I'm talking about the kind of community that is going to know how to talk to you about the things that you are working on. Um, and then the fourth thing is mentorship. Whether that's one-on-one mentorship or group mentorship, um, it could even come from books. So I've had, I've worked one-on-one with, I've mentored people one-on-one. I've been mentored in a one-on-one atmosphere. atmosphere. I've been mentored in a group setting. I've mentored in a group setting. They're all helpful. I've also sought out mentors through different podcasts or books and tried to learn and like what I could and immediately put into action what I'm learning, right? Because I learn best through doing. And when it comes to entrepreneurship, that is the best way because you don't want to be in learn mode. You want to be like learn mode for a little bit, do mode, do mode, do mode, learn for learn mode for a little bit, do mode, do mode, do mode. Like I feel like that is like the secret sauce. But if you can cultivate and create these four things that we talked about today, belief, 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 belief. you've got to believe in yourself. You've got to set yourself up for success. Don't let the start stop you. And then finally, when you get going, like give up way too soon. You've got to believe in yourself. Then you've got to build confidence every single day through your actions. And you've got to build a strong community around your goals and then seek out mentorship whether it's through a book or a person or a group whatever it is it will help you immensely it will take you farther faster than you doing it alone trust me it will and at the end of the day you guys we have the choice we have the choice to stay stuck or we have the choice to get out of our own way and get going on building a life that we love. And I hope that you feel empowered and I hope that you feel motivated. And I hope that you know that the only reason why I can talk about this so passionately and so knowledgeably, I don't even know if I said that right, knowledgeably, I, don't, I didn't say it right again, is because I have been there multiple times. I was there for so long. I let the start stop me for almost two years. And it was a turning point in my life when I realized that the thing that I was scared of, the thing that was bugging me, the thing that I was missing was the thing that I wasn't starting. And once I started, it's like my whole life opened up. And I... I found me again because I started living authentically and I started making decisions authentically based on what Megan wanted, not what I thought a good mom looked like, not what I thought a good wife looked like, not what I thought my parents wanted for me, not what I thought I should do because I did this, that, and the other thing. You're allowed to evolve. You're allowed to to just be your own authentic self with your own ideas and your own way of doing things. And now I'm getting emotional, you guys. Because I want you to believe in yourself and I want you to take action towards your dreams. And I don't want you to stop yourself anymore because life is short 
and it's beautiful and you're incredible and you're here to do amazing things. So stop stopping yourself from doing it. (sighs) Inhale and exhale. All right, you guys. I'm going to go. I hope that this is what you needed to hear today. Leave me a review. Come say hi to me over on Instagram. And I will see you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for being here. If you liked today's episode, please leave the show a rating and review. Also, connect with me over on Instagram so we can get to know each other better at Meg Wellness, or you can follow the podcast Instagram at Motivated Minutes Podcast. I hope you have the most amazing day, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye.